0: Hey guys, yes, and, and welcome to the Market Regulation, regulation podcast, 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 the world's premier podcast created for the purpose of discussing implementation, strategies, or events um, surrounding Manifold markets with at, at, at least one episode of for public viewing that, viewing that is somewhat high-quality and has been so longer than by our market close. I'm Jacob. I'm Andrew. And we're also featuring Manifold co-founders, Stephen, Austin, and James, All right, and maybe other people at some later point. We're in the... Manifold Markets Office, which has Wi-Fi password, rationalist C. by the way, for for the viewers at home. Um, One thing I do want to discuss, you've been using the word market a lot, and it's obviously in the the name of this podcast, Mm -hmm. but obviously Markets is no longer the title of Manifold, and it has been uh, rebranded market to question. So. What are your thoughts on this rebrand? Also, are we supposed to call them questions now? Are we supposed to rename this the Question Manipulation Podcast? I think you can call it whatever you like. Uh, I, <laughs> I think, uh, think uh, yeah. market
1: Manipulation makes a lot more sense than Question Manipulation. Um, yeah. So I would like uh, hold on to that. I
0: think I think someone put that on on the Discord as a joke, like Joseph uh, Noonan or something. I don't
1: remember, um, but. Yeah, um the reason I really like rewriting from manifold markets to just manifold is, is like, it's like shorter. It's like what we used to refer to ourselves. Also, um when we were calling sound ourselves less like crypto. We sound less crypto y people like are kind of a little bit scared of markets. Um yeah. like, I feel
0: like this particular shirt, it just looks like it's crypto. And yeah. like especially with no like it with no like tagline. Yeah, it's just manifold
1: example, markets. I'm
2: wearing the, I'm wearing
0: the manifold markets shirt. Which is a great shirt,
2: but it looks like crypto.
1: Um, uh, I never know? thought about that actually, but I think you're right. Yeah.
2: Wait, didn't it come smelling like vinegar yeah this is the shirt that smelled like vinegar for unclear reasons because other people's
0: <laughs> shirts apparently did not smell like vinegar <laughs> mine did not smell so I, I think it was okay. just something about that delivery i don't think it's your fault <laughs> yeah okay. um but yeah does it say question everywhere on the website does the website still reference markets probably it does manifold yeah. questions manifold markets
1: yeah the site is still manifold question uh that markets i think uh, we did want to purchase manifold.com. I don't know if we'll ever get around to that. They quoted us like a pretty high price for it or something. Who in, like, has it? it's um, like some secret person, I guess. Uh, we're like talking about this through a broker, but who knows if that will ever happen. Um, I like manifold because it's just like easier to remember um, for to type. Um, if we were calling ourselves manifold markets, sometimes people abbreviate that to MM, and that becomes like really hard to disambiguate. Like which, yeah. what are you, what, what is the MM company? So um, manifold is like just, Uh, Cleaner, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. Speaking of the name, Mm -hmm. is there any is manifold just like a random word, or is there any connection to the mathematical concept of manifolds?
1: Oh, uh, I love talking about like the um, name manifold mostly because I came up with it. Um, I think like Stephen was very bullish on like Mantic. Oh yeah, you were Mantic
0: before I before I even joined. Yes, yes.
1: And Mantic, uh, for those who don't know, came from Scott Alexander's Mantic Mondays. So um, but even before. Wait, what did what existed.
0: did Mantic Mondays come from? Like, what is it? What uh, does I think
1: Mantic even mean something. Yeah, Mantic is, actually does mean something. It's like a real word. It means like related to like forecasting, predicting. Um, oh, I see. It shares a root with the word mantis. Um, historically, praying mantises were these um, animals that like people maybe like Greeks thought like could predict the future or could right. like yeah. So Mantis and Mantic are both like pretty obscure words related to forecasting. And then Scott was like, okay, so Mantic Markets is like a great name. And like, I think Steven and Scott are like super literate people who like know a lot about words. I had never heard of the word Mantic. It doesn't look like a real word to me. So I was like, I was very happy when uh, we decided to make the name change from Mantic to Manifold. And this is actually because uh, Scott reached out to us and was like, you know, I've been using Mantic Mondays uh, for a long time. I don't want to like uh, kind of make it feel like I'm like by choosing uh, like mantic markets over like all the other prediction markets things so could you change your name And we're like yeah that seems reasonable. Uh, we like thought for a long time we're like looking for like M words that also like uh, would go well with like something markets and manifold. markets was like available um, uh, so
0: it was really not a, it was just about like it sounds nice and it starts with the same letter and uh,
1: the domain kind of so there's three reasons that yeah. uh, we went with Manifold. Uh, the first one is uh, yeah like it sounds like nice it's mathy we figured it would appeal to like the audience that we cared about. Um, all of us, like, you know, like, like math a lot. Uh, we were, like, doing a bunch of math earl- in the early days, like, figuring out the dynamic per par- math in order to, like, figure out how that would work. Um, so, math was, like, a, a big draw. Um, second is, it's actually, like, a common English word. Uh, math people sometimes overlook this, but, like, if you just use it in English, it means, like, very Like, you can say, like, I have a, like...
0: Oh, like, there's a lot of mar-
1: yeah, markets. Yeah, there are the manifold world. markets. The markets are manifold, oh, exactly. There's, true. like, lots of different kinds yeah. of markets out there. And that's, we, we thought, like, stood really well for what we were now the third best reason I think uh, for calling manifold is if you bet well, you will earn a many-fold return on your investment. Uh, yeah. So. I didn't think about that. Uh, three reasons why a manifold but, is the best. But point. the concept of
0: manifolds. Mm-hmm. Do, I mean, I guess I guess you can visualize this. Can you visualize the space of markets as a manifold in some higher dimensional space? Not as far as we even figure out. But I would love to hear if somebody else can like, come up with a good intervention <laughs> for that. Okay. Um, that was a good answer. Yeah. 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 yeah you can. Uh, what are your thoughts and dreams and hopes and plans for the Manifest Conference yes. upcoming, uh, what day is it? I don't remember.
1: Uh, it's September 22nd to 24th uh, in Berkeley. Uh, you can go to manifestconference.net to, um, like right now, pre-register your interest, and um, I think tickets should be opening for sale pretty soon, um, tentatively Friday, but don't hold me to that. Um, we're going. To, we're just trying to like uh, open and up sign-ups as soon as we can. Um, so yeah, one of my hopes and dreams for this, I really I hope a lot of manifold users come. That's like the the biggest hope. Uh, I hope a lot of people will come here and get to meet other people who like are fans of forecasting, fans of prediction markets, or just like fans of, like math and like you know other kinds of cool puzzles. Um, we're gonna like be in a really nice venue called the Rose Garden Inn for the span of like the weekend, um, starting Friday, then all of Saturday and Sunday, and then we'll just be like you know uh, hanging out. Like um, there'll be lots and lots of like little small rooms. Um, for kind of like small sessions. It's not like a typical conference that's like held in a big event venue that has like these like auditorium halls. No, um, Rose Garden Inn is kind of like a, actually like an inn. So like there's lots of tiny like rooms that fit like five to like maybe 30 people. Um, we're hoping that like participants like plan a lot of their own activities, like maybe like spin up like a lightning talk or like a small little like lecture. On. Like this is the thing that I've been working on. Um, so less yeah.
0: stuff as like a big, uh, you know, big... Like I like with everyone sort of thing.
1: Yeah, it's not supposed to be like a big lecture hall, or not supposed to be like oh uh, everyone just like listens to a few people talk, but rather like very like decentralized, very like kind of cozy uh, mm-hmm. vibe is what we're going
2: for. So, pe- so people who are planning on attending should think about also things they might like to do or try to see if other people want to do.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, okay. yeah.
2: Cool. I was yeah. Uh, I was talking to Solomon about
0: this. What is, are there any updates on whether? Uh, non-adults will be allowed to this conference oh we're gonna work
1: really hard to uh okay. make it so that uh non-adults will be um allowed yeah i'd love to have when love I to your manifest it <laughs> says no questions
0: yeah. found which is um, worrying
1: yeah our search is a little bit weird i don't know That's, yeah oh,
0: okay yeah. now we're okay sorry uh i want to like see if there's any interesting is the is the f capitalized Something.
1: Uh No, I think we are not doing that. Uh, it might have been reasonable just to make the pun a little bit more obvious, but yeah. I think manifest is just a like, reasonable name. I also think the pun is pretty obvious. It no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> checks a lot of that. All right. Yeah. Um, all
2: right, so now... Um, I think I kept confusing the word also because originally I feel like I was a not just the destiny thing, I was just associating, like, because manifest is like something that like happens, right? Yeah. I think I was just associating That's that true. with the word. So I think the pun is pretty, um, pretty clear. What do, you, what do you think is the chance that Levi
0: Finkelstein is one of the speakers at Manifest, according to his own market?
1: Oh, so he has his own market. And I, the question I, is, am yeah. I one of the speakers at Manifest? Hmm. Um, I, I believe he'll say words if he goes. According to his own market, I would probably guess like 40%. <laughs> it's 29%. 29%. What do you think is the actual... Well, <laughs> like, the, what do you call a speaker? I think yeah. we're happy to let, let most people, like, book a room and, like, talk, and if other people want to show wait, up and listen to them. Wait, the talk. chance
0: that he attends is lower than the chance he's one of the speakers. Well, that's an arbitrage opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta correct that. Although, I don't know if it really is. Because he, he could speak remotely? Like, yeah. I don't know. He okay. could, like, yeah.
1: record a video and then, like, yeah, speak true. there but not be there? Yeah, I don't know.
2: He's um, also resolving it. Do you think about... Do you think... What do you think about betting on prediction markets about your own relationships?
1: Yeah, it's not for everyone. I mean, obviously, it's like a very public kind of act, a form of speech. Um, I think uh, one thing I worry about is, like, coming off as a little bit cringy, almost. Like, you know, when people, like, post a lot on Facebook about their relationship status, it's, like, a little bit like attention-seeking. And that's, like, not really my style. Um, The only reason I really do it is because, like, I make Metafold, and I really, like, want people to see, like, how differently you can use different kinds of markets. Yeah. I'm a huge believer in dog booting. What like, is dog booting dog for for the
0: audience? Booting. I'm yeah. sure, obviously we all know, but at least for the audience. <laughs> <Dog> <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, <laughs> great question. Um, so dog booting is this concept in software development where um, when you work on a piece of software, it's really good to use it yourself as well and put it through its paces. Um, otherwise, you risk kind of like- track called dog booting. Great question. Um, it comes from, I think, the- uh, apocryphal dog food company so the company that makes dog food is saying like oh um, our dog food is so good that uh, or like we eat our own dog food um. Um, so the concept of like eating your own dog food um, became synonymous with, like using your own software in lots of like um, startups and lots of like um, tech companies so anyways I think dog fooding, which is to say like using a manifold in like lots of different ways myself is a really important part in what like allows us to make manifold a good product um, all of us on the manifold team like use manifold like daily, like hourly sometimes. So yeah. um, that I, mean, I can help us a make. Natural good. platform for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you're you know doing
0: a similar thing with ManaFund, where you have your own uh, budgets that are you know, being uh, granted.
1: Yes. Yes. So um, ManaFund is the like charity side of manifold, and uh, we're working on a regranting program. One thing that was a little bit contentious uh in the beginning when we started the regranting program. Um, Is that uh, we gave a grant budget to me and to Rachel separately and the reason this is a little bit contentious because neither of us have like a history of like making good grants Um, You might say that like if we were otherwise like, you know Applying for a role to be a grant maker we wouldn't have gotten it But um, I was defending this as a really important decision because it helps uh, both of us like know how to develop the site well for Grant make it to um in order to give a grant we have to go through like, a pretty lengthy process of like you know uh, reaching out to somebody like offering the money like doing an interview to like validate that they're like you know a real person and also like working on the project and can use the money like productively and then uh, going on with the write up going through that entire flow um only when you like do it yourself do you actually get a sense of like what are the pain points by people doing it so, so do you feel like you've
0: you've made a lot of concrete improvements as a result of uh, dog fooding? That uh, particular product?
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know if we made like too many like concrete improvements yet, but I have a much better mental model of what a uh, regrantor goes through. So um, I can like, uh, it's, it doesn't really come up as much through the manifold site, but it comes up a lot in like how I like recommend regrantors like talk to their user their their grantees. Maybe.
2: Actually, one more question. What sure. do you think is the probability that Crystal Ballin will release a new episode? Oh yeah, I did ask by oh, yeah, the by end of September end
1: of September, have they released any episodes? No, yeah,
2: no, no? Okay. that's why we make fun of them sometimes on this podcast for, yeah. for not being a real podcast at the moment. Yeah,
1: um, by end of September, so they were in the um, impact certificate, like, forecasting round, and I think <laughs> oh, yeah, people, they got funded, yeah. yeah, they got funded, but I don't think they're actually like working on their um, project, unfortunately. You guys <laughs> should have applied, you guys uh, would have been a much better bet, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Was the chance they release an episode? I don't know, like, yeah, how do you fifteen percent? How, how
0: do you feel about you know releasing, mm-hmm. c- creating a platform with such terrible, with such, with funding decisions that, that don't pan out? What is that? Well, <laughs> I by the I, way I, I have sixty two percent, sixty two percent, which is because BTE keeps betting it up. And I think he, I, I mean he's probably trolling, right?
1: Well, I mean he can affect it by releasing an episode. Yeah, right? I know that's, so, that's the worry. Yeah. and
0: I already have about ten thousand no shares. Oh, 15, okay. So I don't know, but if you guys wanna 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 bet more now.
1: Uh, yeah, I would probably bet no as just like a hedge because I would again love to have more podcasts okay. about manifold content come out. Yeah. Um, I think there was a question in there that was kind of interesting, but I forgot what it was. Oh, the
2: book. oh oh no! You asked he asked about whether uh, what your thoughts were on funding projects that don't come to fruition. Oh oh, oh oh, you wanted to so ask a real question. Yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I in general we like a really detailed proposal.
1: They did. Um, I think both for manifold and mana fund, like our goal is to be infrastructure, like as opposed to like make all the calls ourselves. So we're happy to have like lots of like meme like proposals or proposals like are kind of bad. And it's like up to the investors in the case of the impact certificates to decide like whether the project is good or bad. So like if uh, crystal balling ends up not releasing and Scott ends up not like funding them with any any retroactive funding, that's on the investors. They, they take risk. It didn't pan out. That's fine.
2: Yeah, it can be definitely definitely can be hard to keep up momentum for something for because for this I think we had been planning not to do any more after the second one because Jacob realized also I think we both realized it was it was more worth than we thought it would be but then you funded us and so then we, then we had to and then so we did another Which one. Actually nice. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was it was very nice and then we and then there was the. So well, we're on fire. But yeah,
0: as a tradition, yeah. this is probably the last episode of the market. <laughs>
2: All
3: right. It might, it, it. Might, it
0: might actually be this time. Yeah. So, what is your uh, backstory and how does that lead into manifold markets?
4: Sure. So, I've, I've been interested in prediction markets for a very long time. Uh, in fact, some of the first dollars I ever earned were from writing a Python script to arbitrage in trade. Which was a an Irish prediction market site that existed like a decade ago, mm-hmm. until their CEO tragically died while climbing Mount Everest. The, the true oh, wow. story. Um, you know that's that's been in so the background. Also my relate mind. to like
0: tragic incidents with climbing. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <Sorry>. the,
4: <laughs> the background here is that I I sprained my sprained and fractured my ankle last Saturday while bouldering. Yeah. Uh, I but I, I'm I'm smart enough to know, or given the relevant base rates, I'm definitely not going to be attempting climbing Mount Everest. Anytime yeah, that's, soon. that's good.
0: So yeah, there's a uh, we made a, a bounty market on um, suggestions for things to
2: discuss in this podcast. So so we have. Well, what, what's your thoughts on not recording episodes at the beach? <laughs> <laughs> um, um,
0: and the, the most liked one is bounties. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts on?
4: I, the first is, um, so we, we've recently been exploring adding non-market um, options to Manifold. Um, and one of the reasons we decided to go down this route is that this is a use case that our users essentially invented for us and were doing um, you know, before uh, all throughout this last year. Um, people would try to hack our free response markets to serve the same purposes, um, same purpose as bounties. So we decided it would be a good idea to add bounties as a, a first class feature of the platform. So pe- so people could go out and solicit information on whatever sort of stuff that they're they're interested in. Um, and the other big reason is just like SEO. Um, having uh you know uh well well crafted Q and A site is an SEO gold mine, and that mm-hmm. could be impactful for us in going forward in the future. Yeah. Okay. Were you,
0: Were you the one that made that match?
4: I was. Yes. Yeah. How, yeah. what is, you what you is your plan
0: for how Mana will take over uh manifold? Mm. I do follow Manachan. I also posted the first Manachan tweet, which was
4: A great honor.
0: Uh, yeah, it was it was right in before they decreased the price. It was like um it was like it was like a, a reference to a man canal Planet Canal because that's what it reminded me of, which is like a famous palindrome. And it was like a Manachan a Manachan, a an AMA or something, which doesn't really make sense, but it's a palindrome. So
4: I, I, I appreciated it. Um, I think, So, Manichan is mostly was mostly like a fun thing that I made it in like an hour or uh, during a hackathon. Um, I don't anticipate it becoming a major part of the Manifold brand. I guess part of my motivation was to quarantine more meme stuff that I don't want to post directly from the main Manifold Twitter account, but that I do think a sizable portion of our audience would be interested in. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: So like more separation between the series
4: than the memes yeah games, you know? yeah and it, it, yeah it makes it easier for you know people if they don't want to see any of that they can just block Manachan, yeah. um, and all of her anime waifu wisdom will be lost to them
0: yeah I was surprised there's like 72 users that have blocked Loving Fingles apparently um, is
2: that like more or less than you would expect more <laughs> I didn't realize how many people I don't well, it is a little bit I guess grading if they Wait, so the next one is the potential banning of uh,
0: Levi. We're I can we'll we'll
4: answer next. that if you, if you want, sure. Yeah. Um, so the the banning of Levi as a user. Yes. yes, Um. In general, I I personally don't like banning people very much. It's not very nice. <laughs> I want to use it only in extreme situations. Um, the psychology of trolls on our site kind of eludes me. I find it very hard to model their behavior, given that it doesn't make any sense economically. Um. I don't really understand how all these people have so much free time on their hands (laughs) to, like, wreak havoc with our our rules. Uh, A big problem for uh, an early consumer platform is that we don't have a lot of time to devote to moderation. um, And it actually takes a surprisingly large amount of work to create a rule set which actually will be good. Mm -hmm. Um, And immediately after you post any given set of rules your users will find very, very creative ways to kind of route route around them and do really annoying and trollish things that violate the rules, but um, that are in keeping with the letter of the rules, but violate their spirit. So we're kind of trying to, um, you know, slowly iterate through that process and figure out the rule set which actually works. Um, And, you know, given that we're not very committed to legalism at this point. If it makes the site experience worse for people, we're more inclined to take action, even if it goes against our policies or requires us to change what we previously said our policies are. Um,
0: Do you think? Do you think in the future your policies will be more like solid or? um,
4: Yes, um, I think. Well, and I think in the long run too, we'll be able to. Well, or the the end game will have to be automating. Um, a lot of these things, and potentially using LLMs or other things to automatic, automatically flag spam and other bad content, um, because what we're what we're doing now um, will only scale for a brief period of time. And I, I do think you know for the record, some amount of trolling is good. The Optimal percentage of trolling is non-zero. Um, they really do uh, you know add levity to the platform, and a lot of users. Um, do enjoy their antics to some extent i enjoy their antics. yeah it's when they cross over the line and are doing things which are malicious or like trying to scam or defraud other users that it
2: starts to become a problem mm-hmm. yeah and if, if you had no trolling then you couldn't have things like the ai market the ai letter market where they use trolling as a cover right? mm, yeah <laughs> That's true. it's true yeah. Im- it's important for ai safety in the long run to <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying, <laughs> no. it, it's it's a betting strategy. Whether or not it should be a like a, a betting strategy is a different question. <laughs> yeah, are one of the, the other questions on here is why do uh, manifold admins write write such bad resolution criteria? Sorry, <laughs> okay, <laughs> for For background, there there, <laughs> there was someone who anonymously
0: DM'd me that was that was curious to hear thoughts on. Uh, well, I think this is also something that Isaac, that Isaac King complained about in the past of like the markets of people and the whole well, team are sometimes more, you know. <laughs> I think they mentioned the, the
4: super alignment market. Uh, well, hmm. <laughs> 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 I will What do you have to say about that?
2: Yeah.
4: Well, I would say um, I won't speak for the other members of the Manifold team. But part of it is that my, my desire in creating the markets is impure. I'm trying to latch on to whatever is viral to get the most attention at a particular <laughs> point in time. And I'm less concerned with the good um, crafting, good resolution criteria. I think the, there are a few, um, I can think of a few good examples where um, uh, the, my uh, resolution criteria were lacking. Uh, one of the big ones earlier this year was the market I created on, on whether Silicon Valley Bank would go bankrupt. Um, I ended up having to resolve this NA because as a, an aspect of, US re, uh, of, of America's regulatory regime, um, banks in the US no longer technically go bankrupt. When a bank is undercapitalized and is at risk of going bankrupt, it enters into FDIC receivership. So bankruptcy never happens. But you know, in the colloquial meaning of the term, um, yeah. the bank runs out of money and it has collapsed. So we, I was in a situation where both the technical meaning and the colloquial meaning were at odds. And if I hadn't had any you know previous exposure or back um, you know background on U.S. bankruptcy law, then I would have known this, but I didn't.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think this is this has come up a couple of times where you there's a market where like technically. The answer is quite. There's like a loophole where it doesn't. It's never gonna resolve a certain way. But every, But most people have been betting as if it will resolve that way. But then some people find the loophole. Start betting as if the loophole is true, and then it's hard to resolve yeah. it either way because there's not or like, like a, an understanding. Or like about making what a happens. market about whether like we'd make a musical at the math festival
0: and then, you know, putting a an eight minute. No, that uh, was that was. Eight very, minute minimum, and then it was like
2: seven and a half minutes, and then you had to. it. Well, but that was seven and a half minutes because of technical difficulties. Uh, the that that was that was. A we worked, I worked hard on the music. But <laughs> I I guess I'm talking more about when the cases like this though, where it's like some people then start betting because yeah. of the because there's not.
4: Yeah, the, the root cause though is a knowledge gap. Whenever people are creating on um, markets in very complicated areas that they don't fully understand, yeah. um, it's it's easy to shoot yourself in the foot and pick a resolu- uh, pick what you think is a very well-defined resolution criteria that actually is ambiguous or has or has or you don't have a question to ask or something mm-hmm.
0: but yeah like how do you feel about your uh, your super alignment market where it was will super alignment succeed is the title but the resolution criteria are according to super alignment
4: well I think like do you think um, that's um, uh yes yeah I well I I, I defend that I think oh, you if that. you yeah if you ask will um, X institution succeed, um, like that That doesn't mean anything in general. Um, yeah. uh, to asking whether an uh, institution succeeds, it's a reasonable question to interpret that is whether they will succeed according to their own agenda. Yeah. Um, I didn't, the question was not will super alignment align AI or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, um, succeed is also
2: ambiguous. I feel like at that point you need to look at the resolution criteria and see what happens. Yeah. Someone has a graph about how alignment has been progressing
0: at a rapid pace on that market. But that graph is going down. No, it, it, but there is an interesting gap. There's a 19% chance they succeed. There is a six percent chance they succeed, according to Eliezer Yudkowsky, and there is a like a 10% chance
4: they succeed, according to another manifold user, uh, Joshua. So. Well, I hope those no uh, numbers are true. That would be very good for humanity if they. Yeah. They really are that high. I have my doubts about the laser <laughs> uh, uh, alignment market.
0: Uh huh. But yeah, that that that's that's kind of what what I expect. Like, given Manifold's overall philosophy about trying to like move fast and you know. Yeah, that's, the real the really
4: real critical. the meta answer to this is, um, yeah. if the resolution criteria is bad, you should go and create your own market. Mm-hmm. And the market in general will determine who is the better question asker and reward it with more um, yeah. trading volume and participation.
2: But, yeah. I think the, the harder thing though is when if there's a market that's already quite popular and established on something and then something comes up where it's just very unclear. Yeah. And if you wait until a clarification is issued then you might lose out on profits from the new information. Or the other devil's advocate case is that you're like modeling how to write resolution criteria for like users or whatever
4: right and we should hold ourselves to a higher bar than our users
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know we could just include a disclaimer that's like or like an automatic banner whenever admins post markets that's like manifold is not responsible for any markets so that its admin, admins create on their own yeah. time. These don't.
0: These markets do not reflect the. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think our markets even are that bad. even the <laughs> No, I think I think they're they're probably better. Actually, here's a what, what is the current probability according to the market that Crystal Ball will release an episode by end of uh, September? I think.
4: Um, fifteen percent.
0: He didn't know it's 62. 62, they, they, okay. They, they wow. I don't believe it. Just but betting I, I have
2: like 10,000 no shares. The thing um, is, he's really good at betting against the people who have the power to make something happen. Exactly. He, does, he did that with this dance, he did that with other stuff. No, but
0: but I feel like I've bet against BTE on this before and won. But also, I, I don't know, I got scared enough that I'm
2: only leaving it at 62. So it might actually happen. Well, I
4: hope they do succeed.
2: Yeah. Um, competition. I remember we were like racing to get an episode out before the just didn't do it. Yeah, another tradition of this podcast is to make fun of Crystal Ball, and it's very important to us. Uh,
4: they don't really it was referred to it. as vaporware.
0: Uh, <laughs> I think it's accurate. Okay, <laughs> this is a market that closed July twenty one, but has not resolved. Um, so, uh, what is
4: the current percentage of a random market that closed in July but hasn't resolved?
0: No, no, no. There's a market that w- that that closed in July on July twenty first, and the title of the market is. So what's that percentage? <laughs> have you not seen? <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you not seen? There's a market. It's. <laughs> I have percentage. not seen. Oh, it's a fifty nine
2: percent.
4: Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, a wobbles wobbles classic. Like sorry, phone sorry, phone sorry, thing. wobbles. <laughs> I have been following your markets as diligently. Uh, do,
2: do you know the whole? Do you know the whole story with um how wobbles sent uh like Instacarted food to our school? No, no, yeah, so I wasn't weird. Wobbles, I was Wobbles wanted to be a proofnik. Wobbles, yeah. So w- Wobbles wanted to be a proofnik, and true. he got a hold of a former proofnik. Who then told him like the food preferences of different proof school like uh-huh. administrators, and um, and so That's then he true. he insta he it, so he insta carded like some food and then also samosas to the they school. Samosas and almond joy. Yeah, but but the, the samosas was, were stolen. Yeah, because he sent it on Sunday, and then he sends <laughs> an email. So then, then then on that Monday, the uh. The head of school like unboxes all the stuff and, and shows it and they're all very confused. But then one of the teachers comes to us and the teacher who really likes Moses comes to us because um Wobbles sent him an email that was like, I'm so like I'm so sorry. I sent stuff and it was like a Sunday instead, I forgot. The thing is, Wobbles attached his real name and his real name is very close to the real name of a murderer. So he looked up <laughs> and, uh, and saw uh, found a murderer. <laughs> wow. <That's
0: okay. laughs> was extremely confused. Well, Sinclair, what are your, uh, what are your manifold hot takes?
3: Mm. <laughs> I don't really have many manifold hot takes. I think, um, you don't have a manifold. You they are not, your hot takes are not manifold. Well, I, I think trolling is mostly good. Um, like, okay, hear me out. Um, right. compared to other social media networks, you know, they, they, the betting mechanism can take, like, people from, like, like different sides of the political aisle or people who have like very like who would normally be at each other's throats on like twitter or you know any other social media site and they can like actually come to a consensus while thinking that they're engaging in some kind of holy battle So, like, on, like, Hacker News or whatever, like, if, like, people are, like, really disagreeing and, like, being mean to each other, then it's just, like, not a productive conversation. But on Manifold, if, like, people are, like, really disagreeing with each other, they can just, like, bet. And then they'll get closer to consensus. It's, like... That's actually a good point. Yeah. That's a good hot take. So it's like more, it's morally good for us to be more like 4chan, basically. But this is like maybe not, it might not be the best thing for the company, but it's like the good thing for the world. Uh, what do you think about
2: Steven's resolution criteria? Uh, for what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, well, have you seen my resolution criteria? They they're they're like really bad.
2: Oh, well, that made you made that. May I, think, you, I think it was a roast of Manifold. because it said and uh, why writing resolution. It wasn't a roast. Line, it was
0: just an anonymous question that was actually it was actually sent to me very civilly, and then this podcast or making it sound like they were really mean. No, <laughs> but no actually. Th- really
5: their nice. question was why do Manifold founders sometimes write bad resolution criteria? Because we don't have time. Yeah, we have limited time, but I think it's sort of like in the spirit of Manifold to start with something that's like very basic or you just like quickly put out a market. And then you update it over time in response to feedback. Um, or at least that's the hope, and so you would hopefully make it better over time using like sort of minimum like effort, because some people will tell you will prod you in the right direction. So that would be the charitable way to view it.
3: I have a different view. I think like I think even the trolls on our platform, like really early on, like Doctor P, it's like Doctor P resolved all of its markets accurately. You cannot say the same for, like, the Manifold founders. There were several times in which, like, Austin fat-fingered something or, like, I don't know, or, like, or, like things came out later. Like, the, the, I think the, it's, a, it's about incentives because, like, for, for a user, a Manifold, your reputation's on the line. If you don't, like, resolve markets well and, like, and create a good experience, people are not going to come back to your markets. Whereas like, our incentives are a bit different. We're just trying to like shill a manifold and try to like make fun questions yeah. so that we can post on Twitter or whatever. I feel like yeah. So like that's actually like, a good answer.
0: Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't understand any criticism of your Marcus Sinclair because they ask important questions like, will cat girls walk among us by 2030? <laughs> yeah, Which, it's, what do you, very, what very can, clear. you like to guess the percentage of that market? I haven't uh, looked at it in a while. 80%. <laughs> but 2030?
5: <laughs> But what is it <laughs> mean? So a cat girl is oh. a
0: pretty girl that is overall human, with the exception of cat ears and a tail. Sometimes they have paws, though <laughs> maybe too experimental for some researchers. To resolve, yes, the ears and tail have to be functional and continuous with the body, not merely oh. accessories. This do- will likely only occur with significant significant advancements in biotech, possibly through advanced AI. Does this does this
2: mean that the ears and tail have to like function the way that cat ears? This 21 by the way. Uh, so like, the ears have to like be, do the constant swiveling, and like the tail has to like work for balance. I think that would be pretty cool, but I. Uh, or just like somebody has to have cat ears grafted to their head and a tail. Hmm. <laughs> Probably just that one, right? I, was I, I never that. really
3: thought about it, you know. Like, but I,
2: I, 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 w- I, would want the.
3: I think I think I would want the the ears. That's the whole personality. I think this is some of our
5: best content. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: yeah, and then it's like one percent chance if it has to
2: swivel. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like swivel yeah. Alright, so is what are your Can actual predictions for the percentage
0: in. of this market is at right now? Um, or what it should be at. I,
3: I think the accurate thing is like something like two to five percent. It's probably somewhere around ten. What is your
5: prediction? I mean, I think it's probably around ten percent. It's like at eleven percent. That's yeah. correct. Oh, but you think,
0: it, you but you think betting no is well, it's just so it's so far out that it doesn't really matter.
2: I don't know. The future's crazy. What do you think is the probability that Crystal Ballon will have an episode really by September? I think you
3: guys should just become Crystal Ballon. We basically have. Yeah. Uh, Although I have already told
0: the listeners that, as as is tradition, that this is probably the last episode of the market. Fifteen percent. Everyone, all the, everyone's been saying it's a but it's at sixty-two because BTE keeps betting yes.
5: So, there's do you like believe game. BTE or do
0: you? Like, I'm worried that if I bet too much no, then it'll actually
5: happen, or like in some mm-hmm. form. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But well, I he's know. making a commitment too, so he, like he keeps yeah. betting so he doesn't lose them, or like there's an incentive. For him. Yeah. yeah well, or or it's bad. actually like my yeah. leaks—they
0: keep bouncing around from like the bottom to the top, and it's almost entirely determined by like whether me or BTE was the last better on the yeah. crystal balling market, which we should probably mm-hmm. set some limit orders or something. Where do you see manifold a million years from now?
2: <coughs>
3: <sighs> that is a really good question. <laughs> it's very alliterative question.
5: Uh, in a post-scarcity world where uh, people have their needs taken care of, mana will actually be important to them. They, they care about like, people's attention and what people think is going to happen. Um, they're like able to spend more time on manifold. And so in millions of years there'll just be like this like giant mana economy where there are like because like there's no regulations on manifold, it'll just have sort of dominated the regular economy because there'll be more like You're making a lot of assumptions about like nation states (laughs) and like I don't know I don't know if this is even evolved in like two hundred years. This is this kind of question in a million years in the future. But basically the mana economy will dominate, people will have like a lot of fun spending time like all virtually and no I, I disagree
3: on like on cosmic time scales there's only a few currencies that matter. Time, energy, compute. Ethereum.
1: No. I about that. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Mm-hmm.
3: Mana will encompass all of those. I think it's more accurate to say that people will be trading uh, in prediction markets that are denominated in those currencies or something, or like they'll be like derivatives on top of it yeah, or something. Like. So, I don't know. All right, we, yeah. we're, we're out here. Thank him. you
0: guys for coming on. on. Thank yeah. you so I don't, cool. know. I don't on know. where don't know what we have at this but...
2: Yeah. Um, well, all right. I'm gonna
4: um.